Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. So this is Lifting You Higher Podcast. I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica. Welcome back. Yes. We're so glad you're here. And um, so this month, can you believe it's the December 2020? No. Where did, I mean, honestly, I'm glad it's December, but where did this year go? <laughs> I, well, we were all in the trenches trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we've been. And so now we're peeking out and we see the um, end is almost here. Yes. And let's hope that um, we don't have to dig a deeper trench (laughs) or another one for 2021 yes (laughs) so ridiculous oh goodness all right well what are we talking about today all right so the podcast today is about um you belong you know we're we're in the we're in the thick of christmas season we just finished thanksgiving season and um this is the time of year when um, people really need to um feel like they belong. In fact, if they don't, then that just opens the door to depression, loneliness, which we did a podcast, two podcasts on loneliness. Yes. And so, um, it's like, it's just the, um, it's the big heavy hitter for this time of the year. Mm -hmm. And also it's the time where you're thrown back into family situations that, um, cannot be sometimes good situations. You know, some of us don't come from the leave it to beaver, um, family Brady Bunch family yes, situation that have it all together I know yeah <laughs> which where is that unicorn yes <laughs> that's the unicorn we're looking for and I'm looking for yep. um, but a lot of us don't come from that and so um, we know that this is the time of year where we have to go back into that situation and um, deal with it and so um, it's so important to understand who you are in Christ so that you don't um have to re retract retract or i guess i'm making up a word here um retrench you don't have to re um go back and recalibrate yourself back after spending you know lots of time with your family and remembering um and coming out of again what you went back in does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah we're (laughs) it's like you have freedom and you don't want to go back into what caused you not to have freedom in the first place and then have to come back out and you know go through the whole process again of like forgiveness and and letting god handle it and all of that stuff. go back around that mountain yes you know so it's like you've been around the mountain god has delivered you set you free and now you're walking in the freedom of jesus and now you've got to go back into the cave or go back to that place And, um, and deal with the, that fam- those family members. And, um, you don't want to have to go back around the mountain again. You want to come back out, shake it off and, and, and continue where you left off. Yes. Yes. That's the key. Continue where you left off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we do this? Um, there's two ways that we've kind of, that we have jotted down. Um, the first one is spiritually, um, you want to read our Romans eight fifteen? Yes, because remember we are we are um, three parts. Yes, we are um, spiritually, 
what we have a spirit in us was given to us just like our arms and legs were given to us we are a body that's natural you know we have a body and then we have a soul which is our mind will and emotion so yes. we're three parts and um so we have to deal let's deal with the spiritual first like jessica said yeah. and romans eight fifteen is the um if you're not familiar with it that's the big big one that talks about this in fact um just a little side note when I do my prison ministry, I always, you know, they always say, I can't remember scripture. I can't remember scripture. And I'm like, okay, listen, I'm going to tell you how you're going to remember one. And this is, you're going to remember Romans 8. And you're going to remember Romans 8 because, and again, I'm dealing with women. <laughs> so you're going to think of a really good looking guy in a Roman outfit, okay? <laughs> you're not going to forget that picture nope. that you have in your head. Nope. And so you're going to remember Romans 8. You're going to remember a Roman soldier, Romans 8. And then you're going to remember the eight number, and that's going to tell you where you dive in. Yeah. Okay. Because if you can get Romans eight, then you can springboard off of that into many things. And one of the scriptures in Romans eight fifteen says this: For the spirit you received, remember we're spirit beings, does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. For us to be um, daughtership. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. Okay, real quick, because <laughs> you you touched on something. Just because we are women doesn't mean that that you you have to get upset and be like, sonship, why, why is it always a guy thing? It's not. Like, sonship is important. Like, we, yes, we are sons and daughters, but, like, this sonship is, is important. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean male or female. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So we are sons. Even though you are female, you are a son. Right. Yeah. Right. And the important thing also, just a little about that, is that sonship is, remember, this is written in a time where the son got everything. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be, we, we are <laughs> part of the sonship, okay? Yeah, we, we are a part of that royal yes. priesthood. We That's want right. that, we want what comes with being a son, That's being right. the heir. That's right. Um, so... We know by Romans 8.15 then that God is our father. He is. He is the perfect example of a father. He is not the father example that we just came off of uh, the last podcast dealing with um, daddy issues. Yeah. He is not um, like your natural father. Mm -hmm. And even if you had a great natural father, God the father is even better than that. Amen. So Amen. because he is God. <laughs> yes. And so uh, God our father is, is, is our father. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's how we know that we belong. We belong to him. Mm -hmm. We are part of his family. And even though our family may be d disjointed or totally disturbed, mm -hmm. um, we know that we belong to the, the, the heavenly family because God is our father. And so that's, that's, you've got to really lock into that mm -hmm. and you have to believe it. Yes. Yeah. We have to believe that we we actually have that, like, you know, like we are royalty. We have to believe that we've come, we have come from a king and we are his daughters and we are, <laughs> I, princess, I, I get the wrong, like, notion when I say princess because it's like, I'm a little girly princess with nothing, you know, like, I just do what Call my me daddy queen. tells me. No, but we are, <laughs> like, we, we have, you know, like, we have been, if you know Jesus and have Jesus in your heart, we have a crown on our head because we are royal. We have that beautiful purple robe on that 
you know, indicates that we are part of, you know, God's family. We are that royal priesthood. So, yeah. Right. So that is, uh, you, if you believe Jesus lives in your heart, mm-hmm. if you accepted him as your savior, then part of the package deal is that you are a part that he, God is your father yeah, and that he, um, he wants to take care of you. You know, the scripture that always comes to my mind when I think about this is the one that says, if your natural father knows how to give you gifts, mm-hmm. how much more better than does God, your heavenly father know how to give you gifts or know how to take care of you. Mm-hmm. That's, the, it's not so much about gimme, gimme, gimme and Santa Claus, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's <laughs> about if a natural father knows how to take care of his daughter, how much more better than does God, the heavenly father who created everything, who mm-hmm. the earth is his footstool, how much better than does he know how to take care of you? And in doing that, I walk into that belonging, that sonship mm-hmm. that I have, that no one can take away. No one can take away. Yep. No one can take away. Yes. Nobody can take away your birthright. And we've been given that. If you have Jesus in your heart, nobody can take that away from you. I mean, yeah, you are royal. And, you know, like we, we are, <laughs> we are God's people, chosen people. He chose us. He created us in our mother's womb to be who we are. And that's why we belong. We belong as a community together, but we also belong in God's presence and with him too. So, I I mean, like, no, <laughs> nobody can take that away from us, that, that we are chosen people. Nobody can take that. And and the will you, and the way you build up that confidence because that's what we're talking about yeah. is having the confidence of knowing who your heavenly Father is and believing it comes because you actually have to spend time with God. Yes, you have to know what He says to you about who He is in relationship to you, mm-hmm. and and that only comes with spending time with Him, and and knowing what He says. And, and how do we know what he says? Because we go to the Bible and that's what tells us what it says. Yes. It doesn't come from Jessica and I telling you, hey, you're you're part of the sonship. Mm-hmm. You, you're part of the family. You belong. I mean, that's just a nice reminder. us, kind of like slapping you. Hey, wake <laughs> up. You know, don't yeah. forget that. <laughs> but you've got to have that embedded in yourself, in your yes. spiritual person. And the way that comes is that you have to know what he says about the relationship he wants to have with you. And that is through spending time with him, spending time reading his Bible, spending time in prayer, spending time fellowshipping with him, whatever you want to call it, you you can call it, mm-hmm. um, just so that you actually spending time with him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and just know, like I feel like we've touched on this before in another podcast, yeah. but no matter what you do, what no matter how many times you mess up, no matter what you say. God is still there. He still loves you. He's there to pick you up be like, and brush the dirt off your knees and say, it's okay. Like, you, let's continue on. Let's keep going. Like, we're, we're his children, and he loves us. I, no matter how many times I say this, it's hard for me to, with my words, encompass how much God loves us. But he loves us so much. Like, no matter what we do, He's not going to be like, okay, see, I'm done. You know, like if we screw up royally, okay, he's still there. He's like, no, let's just continue. Come back to me. You know, I want that relationship. 
So it's important for us to spend time, spend spend time with him in his presence and his word and and just have that relationship with him. Well, and that's so important when you said you talk about come back to me, mm-hmm. because that isn't so important to understand too that concept, because we're first of all we're all born with that need to belong. Yeah. It's, it's it's in us. Yeah. It's like a little homing device <laughs> that has been put in us. We want to belong, and if we don't belong to God, then what happens is anything that comes down the road that looks semi good, yeah, that makes you feel belonged. You're going to fall for. We have to remember that, as Jessica said, that the belonging is so important. Mm-hmm. If we don't understand that we belong, because we've been built with a little homing device in us that says, I want to belong to something. And if we don't understand that we belong to God, then what happens is that just like if you go to the grocery store and you see that name brand and it's a dollar more. <laughs> and then on this other shelf, you see all these generics that are like a little bit cheaper. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go with the cheaper because it's a dollar cheaper. And you get home and you open it up and you eat it. And you're like, you know, it's not as good as it was the name brand. I should have got the <laughs> name brand. And so just paid the extra dollar and been done with it. Yeah. So um, this is what it's like for belonging because we are going to find something to belong to. Yes. We are going to find <laughs> something to belong to. Yep. And so if we don't get belong, belonging right with the one who created us, mm. then we will find something lesser to belong to that is, is fake. Yeah. It's not the real thing. And, and because it's not the real thing, then it comes with all these entanglements, bondage, things that just are meant to destroy you, not build you up. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree. Because when you don't realize your worth, you try to find your worth in other things. Mm-hmm. And you're, tr- I mean, honestly, you're trying to fill a God-sized hole and nothing <laughs> nothing will fill that. I mean, you can keep cramming stuff in there, but it's never going to be filled until you come back and know that you belong with the Lord. And you can always come back. Yes. No matter what. Always. No matter what. Always come back. Um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> when people, I, I was really funny. When I first started to get in ministry, somebody said, um, something I got an interviewed basically by um, a associate pastor concerning a certain ministry, and he said, "Can you tell me what you came out of?" And um, and I said, "Well, because uh, ironically, he thought I had coming out of came out of homosexuality." Oh, and I said, "No, I said oh. I, I didn't. I didn't come out of a homosexuality. I said I basically could make the Samaritan woman look like an amateur." That's kind of my background of what I came out of because I was looking for something to belong to. I I wanted to belong to somebody. And now I do belong to somebody and it's God, our father, Mm -hmm. the most high, the one and only the alpha, the omega, the Abba father. And so I was constantly on the look for something that I could belong to until I found the authentic thing to belong to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you try to fill that hole. You try to you try to belong to somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, and another, especially as women. Yes, as women, because we, I mean, first yes. of all, our culture is constantly pounding on us. Yes, to you know, you have to have to give you yourself know, away. Give yourself away mm-hmm. and have a you know have a man, and so and you don't, ugh. ladies, you don't have to. Don't listen to them. Anyway. That's right. That That is not where you find your belonging. No. It's not. I no. mean, your body may for, for a moment feel like it belongs to someone, 
but that is fleeting. And then you're right back Mm -hmm. to square one, trying to find something to belong to again. And you know, like those, those feelings, those relationships are only temporary. I, um, was talking to a friend, um, this week and she was like kind of telling some of her testimony and, and it was more about alcohol Mm. and she was going through a really painful, extremely painful situation and she used alcohol, but she realized really quickly that getting drunk was only temporary. Only it only the the pain subsided only long enough, you know, during the period that she was drunk. It numbed it, for a moment. It numbed for a moment. The need mm-hmm. to belong yes. for a moment. That's why drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sucks. So so filling ourselves with drugs, alcohol, a relationship. It's only temporary. It will only, you know, subside the pain and the need to belong temporarily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to our the second. We've, we've talked about spiritual spirituality. Right. Now let's move on to the second one, which is naturally. So naturally is you have to walk out the spiritual. Okay. I mean, God can do something like bam. That's called a miracle. Yeah. Bam. You know. <laughs> also, no, this. Um, what was that? Emerald Lagashi. <laughs> that was it. Bam. bam. <laughs> it's like God can do bam. But that um he also expects us to walk out that because we are not babies. Yes. And so how do we walk that out? Is that you need to find other people like you. After mm-hmm. all, ironically, isn't that what the world does? Yeah. When they when you have a when you're trying to fill that need with a mm-hmm. false or um fake um um type of lifestyle what do you do you look for the same kind of people you can belong to mm-hmm. well let me tell you there's wisdom in that it's it's bad wisdom because then you get deeper into bondage and pain and suffering mm-hmm. and whatnot same with god god wants you to belong to his people yes. and so you need to come out of that and start belonging to other people that have like mind like you mm-hmm. that want to belong to christ and it doesn't matter what, what, oh, I don't know, denomination that you yeah. need, as long as it's, you know, <laughs> believes that Jesus is the son of God yes. and that he died on the cross for your sins and resurrected yeah. on the third day. But we need to know that you need to belong to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we've, we've talked about this before. I feel, I love how all of our podcasts are kind of interweaving together. But during our pod, our podcast on loneliness, what did we talk about? We talked about being intentional, find, going out of our, you know, finding those like-minded people. So that's what we're talking about here again is you have to be intentional. Go find, you know, a few friends from church that are like-minded and, you know, and you, like, they, they know that they belong. And if you're not feeling like that, you know, if, like, you're feeling left out or isolated go find somebody who knows knows their worth and and can rub off on you because i mean what does the word say about that iron sharpens iron yeah yeah so being together with other christians and other like-minded people rub off on you and and my favorite my favorite thing is this okay so i get the person who says okay i know i need to belong to a body of christ because i need to belong to a group of people that think like me. I get that concept. Okay. So I went to this church and I went in there. I sat down. Nobody said hi to me. Nobody acknowledged I was even there. That was the first time. 
And so I just got up after the service and I left. It was, you know, I, I just didn't feel welcome there. I'm like, okay, well, whose fault is that? Yeah. Did you say hi to somebody else? I mean, okay, so maybe they have a greeter department that's just not, you know, because let me tell you, maybe, so then you get the other person who says, oh my God, they just were like on top of me when they walked through the door. It's like, you know, they couldn't leave me alone. I just wanted to come in and sit they're down and so be like, excited. I wanted I know, to sit like, in the back row. But... People, you know, they're in my space. But um, so you get that nonsense of one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's on you yep. to make friends. It's on you, not anybody else. Nobody owes you the obligation of walking up and saying, Jessica, will you be my friend? Yeah, that's good. It's not on Jessica. It's on me. Mm-hmm. It's it's not on me. It's not on her to make sure that her and I um, come together and know each other. It's on me because I'm the one that needs to make relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's not... It's not on other people to come up and say, hey, hey, Sue, we want to make friends with you. That's not that's not real. That is that is some kind of romance novel mm-hmm. nonsense that you've heard that people walk up and say they want to be your friend. That is not the way it works. You have to step out of yourself and say, I want to walk up to these people and make friends. And if you're saying, I just can't do that, which I totally understand. I totally understand if you're not an extrovert. Got it. To, yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, I'm an extrovert, so I to and ironically, I totally understand an introvert because <laughs> I, I'm like, I understand that you can't be that way. So let me give you a hint. If you're an introvert and you've got to make friends at a church you found mm-hmm. that is preaching the true gospel, then let me tell you how you make friends. You make friends by volunteering to do stuff at the church. Yes, absolutely. Let me tell you. No, serve. You yeah. do that. And you are going to have so many friends, you're gonna, not going to know what to do. You're going to have to, like, you know, cut. Okay, cut say, okay, out, this is first out. string. This is second string. Yes. <laughs> this is third string. Because if you volunteer to do something at church, you're going to have a whole lot of friends mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Yes, absolutely. Because 10%, and this is a statistic, 10% of the people that are involved in a church do the work of 100, of what? Uh, 80%. Of 80%, right. Because they're not around. Nobody's around. Nobody wants to volunteer. So if you want to make friends and you are an introvert or you're, you don't feel you're a little shy, you know, I totally understand that. Let me tell you a way to make friends. You volunteer for something. Find something at your church. And let me tell you, read the bulletin because the bulletin will tell you where they need people to help. Yep. I mean, it'll be right there in black <laughs> and white. They'll be like, okay. They're looking for greeters. I, I can do that, you know. Uh, you know, or they're looking for someone in children ministry. I can hang out with kids. I can do that. Or, oh look, they need people in their IT department. I, I know that would be the last place I would go. But you know, I know how to do that. I've got that, you know, electronic computer brain. I can do that kind of stuff. Easy peasy. Or, oh look, they're looking for choir singers. I love to sing. So, I'm immediately. Let me tell you, you join choir, you're oh, yeah. depending on how many people are in it, you automatically got that many friends already. Yep. So, and then it's just, it's an opportunity of following through. Mm-hmm. Yes. you ha- Yes. If you don't follow through, it's on you. That's it's right. not on anybody else. It's still on you. And also I wanted to mention that by reaching out and being intentional about finding a new friend, you could be helping somebody else out. Mm. Maybe they desperately need a friend. And by you reaching out because you're, you know, because you need a friend, you're really helping them too. So just remember, 
just remember that because you could be helping somebody out. Right. So part of belonging is that you have to walk it out yourself. It's on you to belong. Yeah. God is waiting there for you. He's not going to be a brutal master that makes you be his, his, his son or his daughter. It's on you to say, I want that and then walk it out. And so we're just so glad that you've spent this time together yeah. to um, be a part of this podcast. I hope you got something from it. That's, that's why we're here. <laughs> but we also just want you to know that you are loved. You're so beautiful loved. Yes. inside and out. Yes. You are, you are needed. You have a purpose. Mm-hmm. We want you to stay blessed and safe until we meet again. And um, that's going to be Nick, the third Thursday of the month. And um, and have a Merry Christmas also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we just um, pray a blessing over yes. you guys because I know during the holiday season it can be tough. So I just pray a blessing and peace and joy over your life. And we just thank you so much for listening. And we are so excited. This is an honor for us to be here and just share our wisdom of a 30 something and a almost 60 something <laughs> so eight more days and then i can't say almost <laughs> <laughs> but yes we love you guys and we are constantly praying for you and we will see you next time bye